Let's see. And why zombies? Just out of curiosity. What's what's so? I, you know, I I had this idea a while ago that I would I I do an episode called "Romancing the Apocalypse" because. Uh-huh. Um, Say I love all things apocalypse. Well, I know you do, and that's why I knew this would be a perfect, perfect topic for you. But I, I wanted to do this episode because all too often I find that people have a very romantic idea of what the apocalypse would be for them. People overestimate their skills. They think they're going to be some, you know, Mad Max badass. If I have enough guns, warrior. bullets, they're going to survive this. And they almost relish it. They almost are excited about it. Mm-hmm. Wherein I think that. Maybe it's probably not a good idea to romanticize it because it probably wouldn't be a good time for, for most everybody. Hey folks, welcome back to the Culture Jack Podcast. This is the Friday Show. And on today's episode of the Friday Show, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, he is, I guess, what you would call somewhat of an expert when we're talking about zombie apocalypse when we're talking about apocalypse in general maybe he doesn't he doesn't work in an apocalypse he doesn't work in the same umbrella laboratory that released the virus that caused the resident evil scandal but uh dan welcome to the podcast thank you uh dan do you want to you want to tell the fine folks of culture jack like who you are uh that that would make you well i guess not make you believe that you're an expert in this genre but make me believe it why do I think that you're such an expert? Why do I have such a profound respect for the way you carry yourself in preparation for the zombie apocalypse? I have no idea. <laughs> but I will I will say that um, I've been brought into this very early on. My dad prepped me for this early on. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you were born yet, but... Uh, I was. You was, yeah. 70, we had a storm in the lower 48 back in, I want to say 77, 78. And it hit almost the entire, con, uh, the, the entire lower 48, a big okay. chunk of it. And where I lived in Colorado, we lived in an A-frame. And we got so much snow that you could no longer see the house. And we had tunnels going out to the road. We couldn't go anywhere. But my dad was such a hardcore prepper, I guess you would call it. And, it, you know, that, they give it a bad connotation, but... We were there for two weeks before we saw anybody. Sure. That's how buried we were. Yikes. And uh, That's like Valdez levels of oh, snow, exactly. right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is Colorado Rockies. We're used to some snow, but that was too much all at once. And, uh, you know, we had the stove. We had plenty of food. We had everything. So it's always been inculcated in my mind that it's probably a good idea to be ready. Now, should it be storms or zombies or Ebola or whatever breaks out there? Sure, sure, sure. You know. It doesn't really change how you prepare. So I've been a student of it for years and years and follow a lot of really good, solid uh, folks, good podcasts, good books. Mm-hmm. And I, I just uh, I enjoy it, number one, because who doesn't like, like a good shit hit the fan scenario? Now, Can now, we cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go, go crazy. Shit hit the san- fan scenario, you yeah. know, <laughs> uh, because you want to test it in all ways. If you, if right. you plan for one, you're going to fail at all the others. Right. So you got to take a diverse approach to your preparation and i i you said that that preppers do get a bad name and they do get a bad name however uh i think from everyone that i know that has kind of a preparation mindset uh 
are not like crazy people that are like, oh my God, zombies are going to get us. They, they, they think of more realistic scenarios and you, you and I have talked about these scenarios before. Um, so I, I wanted to talk to you because you have this mindset that was ingrained to you as a child and reinforced through your adult years. Uh, you spent some time in the service as well, where I'm sure they probably talked about that stuff Mm -hmm. as well, preparedness and, and the like. Um, I wanted to talk to you about zombie movies, specifically uh, zombie movies, zombie shows, because I think all too often people, like I said, they they romanticize this idea of an apocalypse and a zombie apocalypse that is, at least right now, fantasy. Uh, But I don't think it would be as as nice as people think it would be. I don't think it would be. The walk in the park, you know, I, I'm a tough guy. I played a lot of Call of Duty, so I can, I'm surely I could handle any kind of a apocalypse. Uh, so to, to kick us off here, um, what is your favorite zombie movie or zombie story? So Max Brooks' uh, World War Z was the favorite book. Okay. Okay. And because he had such a wild take. And no, I'm not talking about the movie. You don't watch the movie. It's ridiculous. It's not good. It's, you don't it, like it. It's all he does is run. And I'm like, and, <laughs> all the zombies do is run, man. And I was like, God, fast man, everyone just slow down. Knock this off, right? But uh, the book was amazing because it, of the different ways they brought in all these characters that had to handle World War Z in a different way. So these are the survivors of World War Z telling stories to an interviewer such as yourself. Gotcha. That uh, lived through all this stuff, right? So... I thought that was really fascinating. Um, I'll kick. <laughs> There's always another movie I, I like to put out there, and it's not zombie, but I, I feel like people turn into zombies pretty damn quick. And not sure. the walking dead zombies, but the idiot zombies. Okay. And that's the movie uh, Trigger Effect. I've never seen it. You've got to see it. And, I, and it's I, I, I encourage anybody to watch it because it's about how people react to crisis. Okay. And that's what really has me fascinated. It's, it's almost like behavioral-based safety how do people react why do people react the way they react and trigger effect the premise is the lights go out electricity goes out you're led to believe that it's because of some little event but the longer it's out the more people get a little wacky and it's based in california so you know it's gonna go pretty quick mm-hmm. right? and uh hugely dense population right, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but the individual how individuals react to this crisis and you know the, the family down the road so it comes up to you and says hey i see you have a generator I have kids. <laughs> I'm and sorry. I'm sorry you have kids. Uh, not what do you my say? Kids. Yeah, but my yikes. kids need cold milk, and, and you know, and so then you start getting that. You know, what are you willing to? What is someone willing to do for their kids? Sure. You know, so I always think about things like that. Is uh, so that's it. I love that movie just for that reason. I think people should watch it because I think it's a great discussion point on on how to handle yourself. Sure. Which you should and should not do. So, and, and oftentimes in the zombie movies, in the, in the films, uh, that I think is, I, maybe it's not represented as well as it needs to be, but it is represented in that, you know, you, the, the danger at first is the zombies because you don't know what the zombies are. And it's like, then the media starts picking, Oh, well he, he got back up after they shot him in the street or whatever. And then people start queuing in on the fact that they're zombies, but always later on as the, as the event progresses, the, the real villain of the story shows up and it's your fellow man. It's the, the depths to which they would, they would fall to, 
Um, so World War Z and Trigger Effect. So the book World War Z and Trigger Effect. <laughs> Specifically, you, okay. you don't want yeah, to no, 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 no. get that but, confused. But as far as zombie movies, 28 Days Later. Oh, okay. And there's a reason for that. Were those zombies, though? Mm, I, yeah. You know, what is a zombie? They don't exist, so therefore it can be whatever you want. It can be whatever you want. Yeah, okay. Um, what I liked about that is they... This is going to sound weird. They got the PP, PPE right. Uh-huh. You watch... You watch... <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's true. Weird, it's it's true. true. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's personal uh, protective equipment yeah. for those uh, so, not, not informed. So you watch... Walking Dead, which is fun. It's, you know, you can eat popcorn, eat Walking Dead. And they're fighting, killing, slaying thousands of zombies every episode and getting splashed with goo and running on them. And crap's getting in their eyes, but yet. I don't like my hands to be sticky, man. They got sticky hands. And if you get a little bite, now you're a zombie. I'm like, well, how the hell does that work? You just got splashed with buckets of goo. You probably got some in your mouth. Yeah. But one little bite and you're done. So. I never, and that's with all zombie movies. It drives me it does, nuts. Yeah, it, they don't really explain that well enough because no. you would think if they put enough thought into the writing of the movie, into the writing of the show, that they would have a. It's all pseudoscience at this point, but oh, yeah. they'd have a at least a pseudoscience explanation for it. Yeah, the the impact plus the you know the I don't know whatever the the clotting of your blood to to cover up a triggers some sort of thing and that's why they have to have the bite at the same time but yeah people don't pay attention to yeah. that in zombie so then they you know you, you so as a as a safety professional i watch these and i'm just like no one ever addresses those issues and it's like it's like when you're in the military and you watch a war movie and you're like oh my god quit cocking your gun that's not what that's not what you do i've heard him cock it five times in the past two minutes that's not what you do you know um same with zombie movies and stuff like that. It's like you, you, you're the main premise is you're fighting this dead walking undead, but you're doing everything wrong. So, okay. All right. That's a, <laughs> that's know? a, that's a great segue. Cause I did want to talk to you about that. What in, uh, in these, in these zombie movies. And by the way, are, are zombie movies more popular or vampire movies more popular right now? You think in, in the beginning of 2022, here we are. Zombie by far. You think zombie? I, I, I have no desire to watch a vampire movie. I, not even if they sparkle? Not, not even, even a little twilight? Not, not even, not even twilight. Little, little werewolf things and, and all this other stuff? Mm. Uh, just now? No. I wonder what that is. You know, it's easier to... to <laughs> it's funny because we're saying we're romanticizing the zombie apocalypse right. here. Uh, it's, it's easier to... Think of yourself in a zombie apocalypse than with this fantastic uh, creature like a vampire. However, a creature like a vampire is much easier to sexualize yeah. <laughs> than a zombie, you know, rotting yeah. flesh and, and, and typically. So what I wanted to get into, uh, you brought it up. What are the worst mistakes that you have seen survivors make in zombie zombie movies? The PPE, you said, is, is number, number one. one. Yeah. So uh, what PPE would you recommend? I guess it depends on the kind of vampire, man. Oh, well, zombies. We're or, back I mean, to I'm zombies. Sorry, zombies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depends on the kind of zombie, man. Are they shamblers? Are they runners? Are they, you know, are they right? You know, what kind of we? Talking okay, so about here? we'll we'll go specifically um, uh, archetype by archetype. Uh, we're zombies from 28 Days Later. What's your what's your equipment you got? So always got to have boots. Okay. Always got to have. Full coverings. 
So you know, you long sleeve, uh, long sleeve, right? Hell, you know, probably even a, a flight suit would be a good one. What no, no if I suits. just got like a really good um, pump in the gym though, and my <clears throat> biceps were looking extra nice uh-huh. today? Like that'd be appropriate. I mean, to you, have the... I mean <laughs> some of these ones, uh, you know, you catch these, you see these guys caught in the mall and everything else. God, put on a hockey suit, man, and go for it. Right, right <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you got good covering, you got good padding. Well, Le- leather's always good if you're, you know, if you happen to be a biker and you got all your leathers, man. Yeah, you're good to go. Right? You got a helmet. It's hard. It's really hard to bite through leather. Uh, you got your helmets and all that stuff. I mean, that's to me. To me, that's you know, it's would be w- without a second thought. Gotcha. You know, um, but when you're talking for me, it's about location. Okay. I want to get away from where all those bodies are. Okay. And that's that's one of the things like when they're talking about uh, in in Max Brooks' book, Max Brooks' book, uh, World War Z. You know, talking about the herds and them moving across and you know just following what the blood and the noise now i haven't read you that know? book but you've read that book my brother's read that book uh i've it, i've seen parts of the movie you know like when i'm flipping uh, through channels or whatever the zombies in that one were like runners like they were is that how they were represented in the book i know it's an after the fact but did they describe at all the way that they moved were they like the big mounting been, zombie hordes it's been so long but w- another one i would encourage you to do is get the audiobook for world war z oh they got it really well oh, voice alan, acted alan, and stuff alan alda's in it oh really i mean they did su- i mean all of the there's some pretty big name stars that actually do the did the book okay phenomenal did a phenomenal job and it was i very, love it was a very, good audiobook and man. it was very true to the it was very true to the uh book where the movie just sucked um yeah, that matter of fact, download it and take listen to it going back to Soldata, man. Hey, before before uh, we go on too much further, I just want everyone out there to know that uh, Dan has made us both Bloody Marys today. And um, I'm what the layman would refer to as a weenie. Uh, and he put something very spicy. And what would you put in this again? Chilies? Yeah, they're Serrano chilies that I've been basting in that vodka for <laughs> six months. So it's well, it's well infused. And you know, I, I can think of no better thing to do when you're doing a podcast. You're doing an audio podcast. And you want to speak clearly than to uh, get someone who normally is not a really, really um, a, a guy who tolerates spice very well. Something very spicy. Get him salivating. Get him tripping over his own words. I do that enough on the this podcast kills COVID. anyway. It kills COVID, man. It's okay. COVID All right. Good, 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 good. Um. Where were we? I'm sorry. I have a thought, and I just have to. I have to spiral off. You're talking, so you're, so you're about, talking about the audiobook. What type? What type of equipment? Yes. What type of equipment do you have? So you've got the good PPE. You, you mentioned body coverings. You're talking leather. You're talking helmets. You're talking gloves, boots. But that's under the assumption that you're going to go be battling these things, right? I, I want to live. You can't kill a population of zombies. Why? I mean, it's it's their premise is always. I got to go from here to there, and I got to, oh, my God, there's 2,000 zombies. There's in the a way. sea of them. I'm like, figure I out need, a way to go around them. I need medicine. I ain't yeah. going that way. So when, whenever I watch these movies, like, in Walking Dead's a good example. They never, you ever notice that none of them ever get the shits? None of them ever have a tooth abscess? None of them ever, clean water is everything. Right. These are very healthy hygiene, individuals, for hygiene sure. Hygiene is everything. Yeah. And they get together, and they're like, okay, we're going to go kill zombies and then go get food and do all this stuff. Right, right, right. And I'm like, and it. Now, do you want to watch a show about zombie hygiene? Well, of course not. <laughs> That's not this ridiculous. But no. I, in the back of my mind, I'm watching this going, you just pulled a bucket of water out of a river and started drinking it. Right. You've got this mass die-off, mass death, probably a bunch of dead things in the river. You're right. just going to go get a bucket of water and you're going to be okay. Well, on, honestly, <laughs> uh, 
Like if you, if you, if you took all of the preparation that you're saying we should be taking in a zombie apocalypse, if you took the coverings, you took the, the methodology, the, the different planning of routes and everything that you're saying, and you put it into a zombie movie, well, there'd be no tension. Like, I mean, that's part of the yeah, appeal, right? you're prepared. Because you're prepared. You're doing all the right things. Yeah. You're not going to get bit. No one in your, in your, in your group is going to get bit. Uh, okay, so planning planning a route. Please, please continue. Yeah. So you know, you think about you think about the things that you would think about if there were no zombies, but yet there was uh, a mass coronal uh, ejection. Right. Takes out, knocks out all electricity on the planet. Okay. I still want to need to know how to clean my water. Right. Create fire for food and cooking. Uh, shelter. You need all of those things. Right. Zombies or nukes or pandemics or you know pick your pick your poison our base elements right our base needs are still the same so in a zombie movie i mean we're always you we're usually confronted with the survivors at the beginning of the event mm-hmm. um i mean world war z is different it's after the things have, have taken place but uh i mean you they can't really prepare i mean what they've got at that point is what they've got so what would you tell that I guess unprepared person to do in the zombie apocalypse, you're just screwed. Is that what you're saying? I think unprepared people are screwed in general. In general, okay. Uh, you know, take our current situation; it's only getting worse. Right. We have empty shelves mm-hmm. have, or emptier shelves. Mm-hmm. We got things that aren't making it here. We got truckers on strike in Canada. We got truckers possibly going to strike in the lower forty-eight. They move our food, our clothing, our stuff. We up here are at the end of our supply chain. Right. So the folks that live down on Spinard and, and apartments and go, go grocery shopping every other day, those folks are going to be in big trouble real quick. Right. Or folks that have a really nice house yet go shopping every other day or go eat out every day because S- they don't want to cook. Speaking of really nice yeah. houses, thank you for inviting me to your house for no this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only because you wouldn't make the trip down, but that's beside the point. Suffice it to say... Uh, preparedness is not something we're going to see in a film or in a movie or, or in a TV show. I mean, um, okay. So those are some of the things people do the worst. I mean, besides like making noise and stuff too. People are, are if you've ever, uh, trained for combat or trained tactically, I right? assure you, I have not, um, <laughs> you don't, you've never been so sensitive to noise until you've done that. And you're like, man, I've got a click on my battle rattle i've got right you know you do jumping jacks to try to make sure you you know you're not clanging and banging and all that stuff right um you know noise with zombies guess what i think you're probably going to be worried about yeah you're all squared away but your kid does a little squeal or have you seen the quiet place movies i have yeah that's that to me actually was quite horrifying because imagine imagine you, you could not um you know, I think that's the one where the gal was pregnant and yeah, and she had to give oh, birth. Yeah. It, like, well, the thing was in the house with her. And, yeah, I yeah. mean, spoilers for Quiet Place. It's yeah. like three years old. Go watch a movie for God's sake, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, no, it's that that actually to me was more scary than than most zombie movies are. You know. Yeah. But uh, I I, bet, I remember the scene. You know, you talk about stuff you need and you have. I kind of backtracking a little bit. You know. I no, said, it, no, it's fine. I said PPE earlier. There's a there's a scene in. Uh, 28 days uh-huh and they make it they're, they're following a radio signal there's safety 
here at X military base, whatever. Sure, sure. How much do you trust those in oh, film and movie, though? No. Now that I've you like, watched enough of those, I'm like, no way. Don't follow the radio. Those are the cannibals. Those are the slavers. Yeah, those are the people you don't want to trust. In the battle pits and all this other. All right. Crap, 28 you know? days later, they so, follow the radio signal. So the dad, the, the protagonist, one of the protagonists was a uh, father and daughter, and they make it all. He's a taxi driver, and they make it all the way to this military checkpoint. I think is what it was. And they're happy. They, they they think they found it. They're looking around, and he hears something. He looks up, and there's a crow eating an eyeball. I, oh, you know the scene you're talking oh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blood yeah. drop comes out, hits him in the eye, and he immediately knows he's infected. And you're just like, no. I was like, oh man, and that was impactful. I mean, right. that took, it wasn't a bite. It wasn't. It was PPE related. It was like, now would would he have, should they all have been wearing safety glasses? It's kind of ridiculous to think right. about, but. It made shit me, happens, shit though, made yeah. me think. Mm-hmm. It absolutely made me think. I'm like, huh. You know, having stuff like, like you know, everyday carry stuff. You know, what, what do you have in your car? Do you have boots and gloves <clears> and <throat> those things you need to go for a very long walk because your car broke down and you weren't ready for it? Or sitting there for, waiting for help, <coughs> provided you could call for help. I just took a swig of your Bloody Mary. <coughs> I think I got a chili right in the throat. It's a bloody, bloody Mary. Oh, my God. I'm going to be a Bloody Mary here in a second. So... You know my co-host, Anthony. I do know Anthony. Outside of this podcast. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you a very pointed question. I don't want the fact that I am here with you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm dying here. <clears throat> to influence your answer. Okay. You, Anthony, myself, and maybe a few other survivors are in the zombie apocalypse together. And we're traipsing through. We're headed to whatever super abandoned supermarket or wherever we're going. Uh-huh. Who is more likely to hide a zombie bite. Myself or Anthony? Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Anthony, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. <clears throat> um, That's a good question. I, I'm going to... I hate to say it, man. It's not because he's not here, but I think it's going to be Anthony. Oh! I think so. I'd like to think that uh, I had no influence on that, and that was a completely objective decision. Anthony... Don't hide your zombie bites. Don't hide your zombie bites in the bro. apocalypse. So we what? might be able to cut it off if you follow the uh, World War Z paradigm. Oh yeah, know. yeah. Let yeah. us know. I think uh, Walking Dead also follows that I kind of same do, trope as well. Yeah. Like if you get it soon enough, we can amputate, yeah. we yeah. can cauterize, and we can move yeah, on yeah. with our lives. Um, Just call you Stumpy. Where's the <laughs> Where's the worst place to get a zombie bite? Oh my God! In the face. In the face. In the face. No. Well, yeah, you can't amputate the face. Yeah. No, no, no. Plus, man, you, they rip your chin, chit, you know, your cheek off and ear off or something. Man. I don't know what the situation that would arise. Hey. What about the dick? That would <laughs> suck. be a bad place to get. A well, then I just kill myself. So it don't even matter. <laughs> they don't. They don't even matter. I won't even be. A, I won't be a dickless zombie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always zombies in movies and in shows too. That are wandering around in various states of disarray mm-hmm. and, yeah, so and rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd you know be getting bit in the bathtub or right. brushing their teeth or something. I don't know why I said brushing their teeth. That wouldn't make much brushing sense. Brushing their teeth. Little biscuit runs in, bites dad on the ankle. Bam, zombie. For sure. There's not a lot of kids in zombie movies either, though. No, I think it's harder to get them to yeah. zombie. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a zombie. Yeah. What's the... I guess... I think they get eaten. They probably get eaten pretty early on. You know, that's probably true. That's yeah. probably true. Their little snacks are not little, as fast moving. Snacks, you know, they don't just, plan routes. I'm they just, don't stay quiet. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, eat, finish this thing off. Oh, my God. <clears throat> that drink. Uh, what's the impetus for a person who hides a bite? Like, what What are they thinking? I think that 
with typical American thinking. Okay. And we can see it in examples of it today. I mean, most of the zombie movies it, we have are American. Yeah, I got a sure. bite, but this this one won't affect me. I'm different. I can beat this. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, I can just write it out. You know, it'll be all self... Um, self-fulfilling prophecy sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, and I think if you... if you Not necessarily self-fulfilling prophecy, but denial. This gotcha. Ain't, this ain't going to get me. It wasn't bad enough. Well, and, and, and that very same person, maybe just the previous week, had put down one of their friends or family member mm-hmm. who had a who had a bite. So I guess, like, the thinking behind it might just be, you know, it's not going to happen to me. And then, oh, it happened to me, but because it's me. Because I'm the hero of the story. I take my vitamins, man. <laughs> hey, this got, no. I, I, not even worried about it. Okay, what's your favorite kind of zombie? You like the shamblers? You like the you like the ones that, like, 28 day, days later where they're maybe not, you know, an organ-eating or they are organ-eating zombies, but they're, they still are compromised by maybe uh, primary organ so damage 20, or something like that. 28 days, it was called rage. Right, right, right. right? Uh, and those were my favorite kind of zombies because it's like, holy Hannah, man, that's shock, lot, lots of shock and all. Gotcha. I had, if I had a choice of my zombie apocalypse, of course I'd want to just be around shamblers. Right, right, right. You can you know, walk so around I'm, them. Yeah, I'm old and fat. Man. I don't want to be running like... You and me both, brother. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be running like... What's his face in World War Z where he just ran, ran, ran? That would right. suck. <laughs> right. You know? Um, it always cracks me up. I mean, just in any of these shows that you've got these slow-moving zombies. And I guess that's why most of the shows devolve yeah. into later, you know, humans are the, the greatest enemy and right, you got right. the governor or the mayor or whoever. What is the best? Now, I guess, it, again, it depends on the zombie type. Uh, you've got, what is the best weapon against a zombie? Like, is it a, is it a gun outright or is it a baseball bat? Is it like Michonne? Do you have a, uh, not a machete, but a katana? Like, what is the, what's your, what's your go-to zombie apocalypse weapon? Sweet. And maybe one that's not, not represented well. In... A lance. A lance? Okay. Keep them at distance? Keep them at distance. Uh, still stab them in the brain, right? Cause that's what kills them. Mm-hmm. And, um, but always have, of course, have a backup, you know, because, you know, you're, you're going to run out of bullets at some point. And let's face it, you know, people, you know, when you, I teach defense, uh, uh, defense firearms and defense against wild animals. That's okay. one of the things I teach at work. And the old adage of, um, hit them center of mass, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. But we know the zombies, you hit them at center of mass, they're just going to keep shambling at you. Right? Right. The typical When ones. I teach firearms, I, I despise that center of mass. That was the lowest acceptable thing in the military, a goal in the military you could do. So you hear these simpletons say, hit them center of mass. Well, no, work on your shot. Gotcha. Learn to shoot them here. Right? Was that, in, was in that all, one movie, The American Sniper, he said, aim aim small, miss small, or something along those lines. Right, right. I can't remember what it was. You know, do you, do you, do you snipe with a... a, a 44 Magnum, no, but, you know, you train and... You should at least aim. You train and aim and, right. and get good shots, right? But I wouldn't... Re- well, I would not want to rely on firearms in the zombie apocalypse for many reasons. Okay, you because they, they jam, they fail, Come they... On, you run out of rounds. You run can't, out of rounds. You can't carry sure, rounds. yeah. Oh, you, by the way, now we're, now we're all... Pistol-whipping zombies, yeah, our, all our, of us. Our vehicles are all dead and... <laughs> 
Batteries finally run out. Gas goes bad, and now we're like, huh? I'd rather be. I'd love to be on a horse with a lance and a sword. So, yeah, you know, that's true. Maybe a bow and arrow. How are are you like a Walking Dead guy? Have you watched uh, many of the much of the series? Uh, quite a bit of it. I hadn't watched in the last couple of years. I was getting kind of bored with the the politic of it. Yeah, they they got uh, they got some horses in there now. I. I don't know. Yeah, you need you need horse legions. Man. They got horses and they got people with with spears and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, besides the gun, because the gun is not obviously not the worst weapon no. to have in a zombie apocalypse. What do you think would be the worst weapon? I mean, you, you know, your toothbrush or whatever. But what do you, what do you think you've seen people use as a weapon that is demonstrably a bad weapon? Like objectively, it has no place to be in the zombie apocalypse. I think any weapon that works, anything you got is what you're going to use. How do you feel about ash with a chainsaw? Like what? Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. No. It's funny as hell, but it's just so. That's one that's. uh, I was. I was. I was trying to think of the. One of my actually one of my favorite zombie movies, is the one with. um, Oh my gosh. Uh, the kid starts out, you know, rule number one, cardio, cardio, cardio. Oh, yeah. I know the one you're talking um, about. It's got Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. One of the, that's one of my favorites just because it's so damn funny. Yeah. And I loved I loved everything about that movie, right? <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, you know, they come up with some ridiculous weapons just because it's they're being silly, right? Right, right, right. Just like Ash was. But, uh, yeah, so, no, it's the worst weapon is the one that doesn't work, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, did you see the, the show at all? I did. It was very. Did. It was it very was good. Funny. Okay, hold on, hold on. I've got. Uh, what are the What are the most innovative things that you've seen in the in zombie media? Like what? What just? I, I, my brother he talks about World War Z like mm-hmm. you do. Big fan as well. He said that um, he was talking to me about North Korea and what they had done during the apocalypse, they and they their, pulled all their teeth, pulled all the teeth out of the out of their. Well, why keep them their alive people. or dead alive or whatever they are? I, you know, I don't. Oh no, they they pulled all the teeth while they were alive in case they turned. Gotcha, gotcha. So I I mean, when he described that to me, uh, and of course this is secondhand. I haven't read the book. I haven't listened to the 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 book or or anything. I thought, wow, that's a pretty innovative thing that I haven't seen in other zombie media. You know, I mean, there's been variations on it as Mm -hmm. well. But what what's like something very innovative that you sound like that's a good good fucking idea. Hmm. The, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, you stumped me on that one. I, I should have prepared on that one because I can't, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, there's just, there's so. They've covered so much over the last few years. And, and there's been all kinds <clears throat> of different, different takes on the zombie genre. Uh, well, you, got your, you got your rolling armor. Then you've got, you know, your armor. You know, where they, on your buses ar- or on your, your vehicles. Your, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got your high. Uh, your your you know people uh, hidden up in the high rises with the, all the lower lower areas basically choked off right right you know the the fortress fort, uh, fortress type stuff mm-hmm. um, you know I've, I, it's all interesting it's all fun to watch I don't know which one would be it just depends on where you're at right you know? and a, and a lot of Can those I, buildings I guess you could convert like the top to like gardens or like windowsills I guess you could if if you weren't in San Diego <laughs> yeah I <laughs> guess. you know. You, you've got to have good rain. You better hope you're in Seattle or Vancouver or somewhere where you get good water. Otherwise, you're just going to have a little desert up there and then just be... Water is life, man. Some better, dead dead guys in yeah. a tower. You better get it right. Okay, all right. Uh, so we talked about types of zombies. We've talked about weapons. We've talked about 
the worst mistakes that you've seen. Any others that you have examples of that you think think belong in this episode? This is an episode dedicated to zombies and the zombie apocalypse specifically. The movies always try to gather people together and make these teams, you know, and, and do mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? And the Walking Dead was really good at it at first. and But that's part of the story. You know, you obviously right, right. have to bring in a cancer and screw sure. everything up. But that, that's the thing I would, you know, I, I think about too is when would I flush somebody out? Oh, kick them out of the group, kick them yep. to the curb. I wouldn't wait. If I've got a bad feeling, we're not going to wait and see how it passes out. Right. We're going to make you gone. Well, I think in later episodes of The Walking Dead, this is turning into a very Walking Dead-centric episode, yeah, which is fine. It's, okay. a, it's a very popular... They covered, covered a lot. Uh, so, like, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Kicking somebody out of the group when... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, later on in The, in the Walking Dead, they... The, the main characters develop like a, a central uh, tenet or like a core set of rules that they would have, like a couple questions that they'd ask right. newcomers coming how many, in. How many have you killed? How many have you killed and have you had to kill anybody else because of the whole thing and what were the circumstances uh, thereof? So, like, is that, enough, test. Is that enough of a applicant applic- application process for you in the zombie apocalypse or do you need more than that? Like what? What? I need way more than that. Okay. What do you What do you need from a of a potential? Hey, Dan, I'd really love to join your survivor group. What do I got to do? What do I got to say? I need to know that you're so handsome. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. Look how tall you are. This is great. Somebody, I can't stand panickers. That is a pet peeve of mine. I don't. I don't deal well with them. So do you surprise People, them? You <laughs> hide behind the door and go, like, ooh. Oh, not not yeah, that good. kind of panic. Not scared. Oh, not, not startled. Not startled. Okay. Panickers. Okay. People that completely lose their collective shit in the face of a problem. Okay. We see, we see them all all the time. You know, it's so, you know ch- plans change and somebody loses loses their mind or whatever. No, we can't be having that. Right. We need you calm, cool, and collected. This was the plan. That's right. And you need to be able to move when you're told to move, and be able to contribute. And I need to know that you're going to be on board with that that means you're always looking for stuff you're always scavenging you're always trying to make our position better gotcha right because that's always should be at the forefront you build a you build a uh, fighting position you're always working on it until you abandon it to another fighting position okay same with your area that you're living in in zombie apocalypse or whatever the scenario is right you're always improving it gotcha So, so you're you're constantly like weighing the pros and cons uh, of the of the people in your survivor Absolutely. group, um, and if they're going to create dissension and chaos and and want to buck, they don't have to do what I say all the time or anything like that. I may not be in charge, you know. Right? Who knows? Hit the road, Jack. But I will put myself in a position always to have sway in that. Gotcha. Or I'll leave. Right, right, you know, right. It's a, you know, I don't have to. They don't have right. to have me around. Either. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know? yourself have to weigh the benefits exactly. and, and pros and cons this, of being in the group. Is this group more of a danger to me than I am by myself? Right. And if so, I need to make a decision. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm lonely. I don't want to be alone. Well, so I'll go with this idiot group that gets me killed or maimed or whatever. You know. So, like, I know it's a, I know it's a terrible thing to think about, and they have to make these decisions in the movies and the, and the shows all the time, but. 
you got you got the elderly couple that somehow survived like but they can't contribute as much they you got to harden your heart at that point right oh gosh zombie apocalypse be hard i'm a sensitive guy and that may be maybe that's what you you try to set them up as best as you can and hope they understand right you you're not going to be there to help them out right and i think i think somebody of age that is in that position would understand that yeah yeah but then again, yeah. you don't know how they would react in that position. Like, like we said at the beginning, you know, someone could be perfectly fine, be very, be very cordial, be very neighborly. But then, when things go sour, then they oh, they yeah. they turn and they become something else to protect themselves and their own. Um, okay, so the last last thing is a lot of the zombie zombie causes that we have in most modern media today is usually it's a virus. Usually it's uh, an experiment gone wrong. It's a, a laboratory that's leaked some kind of agent that's infected people with this, with this virus. Uh, and then you've got like the Ash versus the Evil Dead mm-hmm. thing. You got the Necronomicon where you're, you're summoning these dark arts to bring people back from the dead. Um, one, what's your favorite kind of zombie cause? And number two, which one... Well, I, I was going to say, which one do you think is more practical to happen? Obviously, it's the, the former, not the latter. But, uh, yeah, I guess which one's your favorite? I guess that's the only question I had with that. It'll be it'll be leaked out of a lab. The, the, the lab leak, the yeah. virus is the you one? Know, the one... Uh, if you ever have, have you ever read uh, Stephen King's The Stand... I started, but the pages, the book's like 900 pages, it man. Is, but it's so amazing. I got 70 pages in. One of the best like, books. It's so boring. One of the best books ever. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I don't even think they were at the apocalypse yet when I stopped reading or Oh my gosh, whatever. it's so amazing. But, you know, that's that typical, you know, Captain Trips was the disease that killed almost 99% of the planet. Mm. And they had it in a lab in an army base in some desert. And uh, it was like a level four bio biohazard lab. Well. Of course, it was the, the young private at the front gate that was like, because you always know, you're, you may be an E1, E2, man, <laughs> but you know when shit's getting squirrely. You're like, oh, okay, I better, you listen to your gut, and he listened to his gut and grabbed his wife and got in the car and took off before they could get locked down on the base. And he was the vector at that point, patient zero for, oh, the, entire, I see. for the entire Captain Trips plague. Gotcha. So, yeah, I just always feel like it's going to come out of a lab. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the more, more practical one. Because people get lazy and they get complacent right and i mean just like this this private you know just like hiding a zombie bite hiding whatever yeah. disease it is that you have that the, sn- the sniffle i got it can't be captain trips it's got it's right. just a cold it's just a cold this is a coincidence it's yeah. a coincidence it's that they're yeah. they're happening at the same time okay uh do you have anything else to add to the zombie genre genre bending mind bending conversation I don't, but I, well, I do, I do prep like it prep. Like there's a zombie apocalypse coming. This is the first culture jacked episode that we've ever had where there's been a good lesson that's come out of it. I think yeah. <laughs> mostly I'm just talking about I mean, superhero I mean, movies. You know, you think about if you're prepping, if everyone prepped even for, you know, do you, and I'm not saying guns and bullets and, you know, you can't eat a bullet. Oh, well, you could, I technically, but <laughs> wouldn't Wait, go well. Hey, now that's another uh, thing though. Hold on. <clears throat> that's another thing. Like, what situation, because we've talked about it with our wives, 
and they both have said, well, in a zombie apocalypse, I'm taking a cyanide pill. I'm going to just end it. My wife does not want to live through the zombie apocalypse. So, like, there is that kind of mentality out there. Where is where is that line for you, Dan? Where is the line where you, you say, I've had enough of the zombie apocalypse. This surviving deal is not worth it. We don't know where that line is. Oh, okay. I guess there's we, no yeah. way. There's no, you can't okay. say, uh, uh, up until the point where I start getting cold and hungry, <laughs> uh, I'm going to end it there. Um, I fully plan to fight until I can't fight anymore. Well, I, if and I, I hope, find out I there's hope, no hot pockets in the store anymore, I'm going to be, I'm, well, I'm out. See you ya. Know, I hope I have enough reserve to kill myself before I get eight. Yeah. You know, or that'd I be a miserable way to go. Death. Yeah. I would not want to buy, you know, keep one for yourself. You know, that, that's kind of what I, how I feel about it. But other than that, man, to me, it's fight, fight, fight until you can't. Mm. We we yeah. need to do this episode again, uh, not this episode, but something in the same vein of it, and we need to talk about the road. Oh my God! Yeah. We need to talk about the road. That's that, and that's an amazing. Yeah, we do. Not yeah. today. That's that's yeah. not zombies though. That I is know. all the human element, and I think that warrants a different kind of conversation. It does. That that is not so focused on the the fantastical idea of the Walking Dead. So right. you were talking about prepping though. You you know so. Like, like, like I've told you, you know, I, 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 you use it as a euphemism. Everything I do, I have my bot, uh, zombie apocalypse stores downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, guess what? That worked really well during the lockdown. It worked really well. I, I, I don't worry about uh, trucker strikes or problems at the port or, you know, ships being kept off shore because of whatever. whatever. Reason, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, now, at some point, I have to worry about it, but it, it gives me enough breathing room. You, you never, it's hard to find food when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. When you're not hungry, man, you do pretty good at finding food. And don't go shopping when you're hungry, because then you buy a bunch of bullshit there, you don't want. You a bunch of empty calorie bullshit, right? <laughs> you know, but when you, uh, you know, and, I, and the other part of that, too, is pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. You know, everyone's got their different news rabbit holes that they like to get into sure sure but i i would say to people pull back look at it all read between the lines see what's going on prep for that and i always use the i use the example of you know like the the archery uh the what do you call it the archery uh target mm-hmm. you got the the red circle in the middle the bullseye you got the white, you, you bullseye you got the white ring and the maybe the blue ring or whatever mm-hmm. and I say, you know, start with that bullseye. That bullseye is your most immediate threat. For us here, it could be weather, it could be earthquake. Right. Right? Most most likely it's going to be weather. Yeah. Secondary, it can be earthquake that screws something up pretty badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and then after that, uh, uh, shortages, that sort of thing. That's what I'm looking at. That's that bullseye. But then the next ring might be, little more a little crazier right that might that's your like your oh my god maybe it's a really super bad pandemic and things are really right 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 people are dropping on the streets and things are shutting down that's an a bad invasion one. by a foreign you know, something, entity yeah, yeah yeah something like that you know it could be it could be war yeah, you know yeah, something yeah. like that and then your outer ring but that's the outer ring what i call that's your rich ring right that's your you've got 25 acres 100 acres and and your compound out there that's got solar and <laughs> You know, batteries and all that. That's your rich ring. But if you can achieve that, good on you. <laughs> okay. All right. right. Uh, I got, I have one more question. I decided, well, first 
like the zombie apocalypse would be hard. Any apocalypse would be hard. Um, but I have a, I have an eye issue as you well know. And my, my cornea likes to detach from the rest of my eyes. It's kind of a thing. And I take this, uh, this gel that I have for it. And I just think about, you know, something ends like the life is as the way that we know it ends. I'm, I've got a couple months supply of this stuff. But eventually, I'm not going to have it, or it's going to go bad. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have this stuff forever. And so I thought of alternatives. You know, I thought of like Vaseline, even though it's not as hygienic or whatever, to moisturize my eyes. But what is the what is the thing that is going to make you very uncomfortable during the? I mean, there's many things that'll make you very uncomfortable during the apocalypse. But what is what is the thing that you could think of? Like, oh no, I ran out of gin <laughs> or what? what what's the what's the issue oh uh, running out of scotch would suck <laughs> i'd be really pissed off you know I'm, I'm really blessed in that you know i'm pretty healthy my wife's healthy uh for me it's all about being able to feed the dogs feed the family that's that's it and but the but the thing is you can get away we eat way too much we can really cut calories. we can do a lot of things sure. to really stretch our our stuff uh, as far as meds, you know, family members, I've got my brother's a type one diabetic, right? You know, that would, it, he could p- possibly manage it through diet, but what's the first thing that gets interrupted food, right? So, um, you know, you're those people with terminal events like that without that can't be that have to be managed by medication are in a tough boat. They're yeah. going to be done real quick. Yeah. Uh, if you're, you know, that might be part of that thinking is, you know, placing yourself and your family in a place that's a little bit more, um, gives you a little bit more access, uh, access to supplies. The problem is there's a hell of a lot more people there with the same thing. Right. And they've all got wants, needs, and desires. And, and well, in these you know, movies and shows, that's the first place that's hit oftentimes is the pharmacy. You know, they oh, go yeah, and absolutely. they get antibiotics and they get bandages and well, stuff and like I go that. Well, and yeah, I go yeah. back to that movie. Watch, get Trigger Effect. Trigger Effect. Watch I, I will because watch it. Yeah, 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 One of the things that, you know, not to be a big spoiler, but it, it's a simple, <laughs> simple act. Spoiler alert the for kid, Trigger. When did Trigger Effect come out? Oh, it might be 80s. All right. Tr- li- spoiler li- effect for Trigger li- Effect. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue, hot as hell. If you have not seen oh, this movie, yeah. we're spoiling a movie that's 30 years old. So, no, sorry. Maybe. <laughs> it's still totally relevant. But uh, one of the things kicked it off is that, you know, they lose their electricity. Well, and they got a little kid that's prone to earaches. So, you know what happens when a baby gets an earache? They scream their heads off. Sure, sure. Like, so, now they're hot. They're uncomfortable. It's day five. Kid's got an earache. Mm. like, all right, I'm going to the, call the doctor. Well, shit, we can't call the doctor because they didn't have cell phones then or something. I don't know. But uh, they're like, well, just go to the pharmacy and have him fill that script. Well, he gets to the pharmacy. They don't take cash. He goes, but you know, you know, he's talking to, he's trying to talk about, get some penicillin for his kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's trying to tell his doctor he's like or the pharmacy he's like you know me man you know me i'm good for the money i just gotta get my kid this medicine he goes i don't i don't know you mm. we're not friends Damn. you know and there's this big kind of uncomfortable confrontation and there's all this people in there jockeying for meds so i say have enough on hand i have my, my medicine cabinet we, we're pretty good i keep a lot of stock of stuff for things that you know viral bacterial i keep that all keep it all here <laughs> um okay probably probably a conversation for when we talk about the road we talk about 
I want to talk about like what it takes after the apocalypse to rebuild society too. But that again is a conversation for another time. Um, okay. I think, I think that's a good place to end. Dan, thank you so much for being here. Dan, now I don't know if you have anything that you are, are, are advertising on social media or anywhere else. Do you, where, where can people find more Dan if they want him? I don't think I want him. Want you don't want them to? Okay, all right. Dan doesn't exist. Actually, this conversation <laughs> never happened. If you listen to this podcast, delete it immediately. I'm just a rando <laughs> right off the street. <laughs> Notice I did not use any identifying characteristics or, or uh, namesakes there. Okay, well, thanks, Dan. It was our guest. We talked about the zombie apocalypse movies. One more plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? I think everyone should consider. There's some books out there. Okay. And if you've ever heard of the Firefox series, it's an amazing set of books. There's about 12 of them. And it was written by a professor who assigned his students the task of gathering and writing down all the knowledge of Appalachian skills. Mm. So anywhere from heating homes, dealing with firewood, dressing animals, canning, cooking, uh, herbal stuff. I mean, it's just it's just a, an insane amount of knowledge that these kids went and Get, gar- get garnered from all these old mm-hmm. Appalachian folks. Super series. You can get it, you can get it on Amazon. Everyone should have that in their home library. Well, there's a, there's another book. It's like the Army Survival Guide or something. If if you're to that point, yeah, you're you're super screwed anyway. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I love the Army Survival books and all that SAS stuff. But get the stuff that's practical for you now that you can actually work on now. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think everyone should have uh, where there are no doctors, or okay. where there are no dentists. There are two books. Mm. Great books. Okay. Read through, read through those. And you might look, you might go, you know what? We need to stock up on this stuff now so it's not lights out. Panic. Panic. Right. You know? Um, so those are, those are, I mean, I, I've got a dozen, do, dozens of book references that I think people should all have. But those are the three that I think right off the bat people need to have in their home library. Okay. All right. So some good recommendations uh, from Dan. Also, Dan... Now, not preparation aside, we're we're both just the clothes on our back out on the road, you know, in the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Would you have me on your zombie apocalypse team? Oh yeah. Okay. I'd have, I'd have you have I'd have Anthony. Okay. All right. Excellent. You know, you, uh, but if he hides a bite, hides a bite, he's we're, done. We're sorry. He's done, dude. This <laughs> choppy chop chop. <laughs> okay. So that's been Dan. That's been the zombie apocalypse. We talked about all kinds of. A zombie apocalypse movie. What is your favorite zombie apocalypse movie or show? You can uh, always get a hold of the podcast at Culture Jacked on Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook. We've also got a community over on Beams. If you're old fashioned, not so old fashioned, you want to write a letter, I don't have a P.O. box for you to write to, but you can send me an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. We've got more shows than this. Saturday, we've got the OTE. Sunday, we've got Weekend Wire with Anthony. Monday, Madness with Anthony again. And then I'm back on Thursdays for the news desk. That's all we've got. Uh, I hope your week was uh, uh, great. And I hope your weekend is even better. Cheers.
serialize this out into other kinds of apocalypses. Yeah, as there's well. so there's so many, so many. I mean, I, it's like I call my my preparations and everything I do for zombie apocalypse as a euphemism. But right, right, right. You know, because it's fun that way. Right. So, well, it's fun exactly, but and, and people wait take way too literally most often. Right. To not because they're idiots. <laughs> <clears throat> but <clears throat> you know, you, there's so much to so much to talk about it that, that people don't understand. That just people don't understand. Mm-hmm. So it's like it drives me nuts when I hear very narrow-minded. Well, I've got guns. I'll just go take what I need, or I'll just go hunt in the woods. Yeah, you'd be dead in fucking two weeks. Sure, because sure. you didn't figure out how to f- start a fire, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> you didn't figure out how to keep yourself dry. Or yep. you're wearing cotton, and cotton kills. Right. So. You know, uh-huh. you think you think you're ready. You got a sexy ass gun, uh, and you think your hunting skills are up to par. Ninety nine percent of these people, it isn't. Listen, listen. My dad has <laughs> gone out hunting every year for the the thirty thirty seven years of my life. Mm-hmm. He's maybe brought back a kill once or twice, <laughs> like a lot of hunters do. Like, and and that's another thing. Like hunting channels on you know cable or whatever, right. where they're hunting in these enclosures. They don't show the part where everyone has been out there for three days and they come back cold, wet, and tired. Yeah. And that's that's what it is a lot of the time. So this one, though, I um, I wanted to do specifically uh, with you is because Culture Jacked, our podcast, is kind of a uh, we we focus on you know movies and video games and tech <coughs> and collectibles and it's like really heavily focused in like a media sort of way. And there's overlap between what you talk about, what you have kind of expertise in, mm-hmm. uh, and zombie film. And so we can keep it within my wheelhouse while at the same time utilizing the skills and expertise that you have. And so that's kind of why I was thinking uh, zombie apocalypse or at, for the first one. And then, you know, we could talk about like... There's so much. EMP. Yep. We could talk about the uh, uh, nuclear bomb or uh, or... Uh, a pandemic that kills like a real, large... a real one, like a real pandemic. <laughs> large... I was just gonna, I was just gonna skate over it. We we're just gonna just be like, hey, like something real, that was something that's not a scandemic with like people. It, you know, in the, you know, we no, we're not gonna do a podcast <laughs> about that. Uh, and, I am, I am worried about, I am worried about that one. It's, it's, it's a very real possibility. Or I mean, NIH um, just opened up an Ebola research center in San Antonio. Fucking dumbasses. Why? Mm. Why would you do that? Why would you bring that over here? Oh, you're saying. Oh, so you're saying they they want to study it there? <clears throat> oh yeah, they did. It's built. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, just to you know? just to kind of keep us on the track of like movies <clears throat> and stuff. I guess we've started the podcast proper no, I, now. No, we can, uh, you can kick it off as. No, movie. no, I'm. I like this. <laughs> I like this because I, <clears throat> when I started doing the podcast in 2018, mm-hmm. like one of the, my favorite parts was that we just there'd be like some chit chat. There'd be some rambling right. and 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 riffing at the beginning, and since. Uh, my co-host Anthony and myself moved to separate parts of the, well, we just they weren't working together anymore mm-hmm. to get together after work. Uh, it's been myself. It's been like just me talking to myself. And how weird. I, it's hard to really <laughs> riff with yourself it is. and not feel like a maniac. I know, I know sometimes I sound like a maniac on the podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, to not feel like a maniac is anyway. Anyway, let's let's start the podcast. 
Here we go. 